0: Sports, love and pain. I'm Dave. That's Kenny. Yeah. There's also Gordy. Yeah, yep. And the newly Mrs. Chinovsky. Hello, Woo. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. It's a party up in this beets right now.
1: In the Sixers win, we can't do anything down here. Kenny,
0: can you see your screen? Yeah. I'm sh- I'm live sharing the the game right now.
1: Oh, that's actually genius!
0: Yeah. So we got. So yeah, this is a like one of the worst ways to start a podcast ever. But we're we're like kind of keeping tabs on this list. Thirty seconds of the Sixers game. Uh, Sixers down one right now. Uh, I think Joe just knocked a three. Yeah. Um. And Gordy, where's that put him for the game? Uh, twenty nine points.
1: Oh no, we need thirty point. We need thirty payout. for the
0: SGP. Oh man, who, Joe who?
1: Joe Joel. Joe. Oh, okay, yeah, Joe. All right, well, we wanted to call in from Aruba. what's up? Down. How's Aruba? Is it hot hot it's actually <laughs> it's actually insane. It's, it's too hot yeah we're burnt. <laughs> you're we're like, burnt you're like burnt. on the equator <laughs> <laughs> you can see you can see Venezuela from here
0: Venezuela
1: <laughs> so but I, I honestly, it's consistent weather. It's been like eighty five and low of seventy eight and it's been it doesn't matter what time of the day it is. That's what the weather is every day. If yeah. you just look at anything, that's what it's been. So pretty sweet. It's been nice. Yeah, it's pretty We're awesome. burnt to a crisp. We spent the whole damn day outside. That's awesome. Yeah. So we wanted to get in, say hello and isn't isn't Aruba,
0: you know. isn't Aruba like Dutch?
1: <laughs> it is, yeah. I was yeah. telling I was telling Chris that when we landed here. Yep, they're they're European owned.
0: Yeah, I thought so. I thought it was Dutch over there.
1: So but yeah, so we uh well, we, yesterday we had a little too much fun with the alcohol department, and then today we're taking
0: drinking <laughs> water only. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: How's how's <laughs> the
0: food? How's the dinner? You guys have good dinner yet down there?
1: Uh, Christy's not a fan, but I'm like a you know college frat boy, so the buffet is great. You know what I mean. <laughs> so you guys
0: haven't gone out to dinner yet?
1: No, we. It's, it's kind of funny how it works out. Like you have to reserve it two days in advance, and we got here Monday. So yep. So you're gonna you be
0: know. on the back end.
1: Yeah, exactly. Damn. So we have Wednesday, Thursday figured out. We're gonna do Friday. We're gonna try to watch Nova if we can. Nice. Yeah, is that gonna be on ESPN? Anything?
0: It, it'll be national somewhere. I mean, CBS you carries it. Find it, yeah. But somewhere down there, they'll have that on. I mean, that's a that's a like legit thing. So.
1: All right. Well, what else you got? You got anything else? Nothing. Hey, watch Bridgerton or what is
0: Bridgerton's it? on? Bridgerton new season. Yes.
1: Sponsor us.
0: <laughs> well, hey, it was great to hear from you guys. Congratulations again in person, again, or not really in person. Um and yeah, um, congratulations, I, was a, guys. I was
1: a soul on Saturday.
0: <laughs> yeah, well I was floating away. I know, I know. Hey, good uh congratulations guys. Have a good time in Aruba.
1: Yeah. Enjoy Thank you. travel. All right, see Thank you, guys. You, Gordy. You. Gordy, hold it down, buddy. I got you covered. <laughs> All right, see you guys next week. Later, later, Carter. Later.
0: Little cameo there by the by the newlyweds. How about that? Gotta love that. Very nice. So, yeah. Very, very nice. Congratulations What's, to them. So Gordy, uh, it's looking it's looking it's looking not impossible here. Not impossible. Not impossible. Um, you know, so while they're in timeout, I mean I guess we can just kind of start the podcast since no one else is watching the game with us. Yeah. Uh right now. <laughs> <laughs> um you know, one of the things we were talking about. Uh, with the Sixers team is that? First of all, with Harden, if this game is not a not proof that you guys that that people needs need to kind of like breathe a little bit and like just give this dude a second, like just it's it's all good, man. Like this guy, Gordy and I were talking about this before the podcast. This guy was w- one time the greatest player in the game yeah. at, at at that time. Like he was the MVP. He was the greatest player at the time. And he's just—he's not that right now, but he's still a great player. So everybody just pumped the brakes a little bit, right?
2: Yeah, stop with the gloom and doom. Harden is not washed. Harden is not going to be washed for a number of years. His game translates well to old man ball. To be honest with you, he's not a super athletic guy. Never has been. Right, he plays um, a slow game. And I don't game. think he's healthy either. I don't. I do not think his leg is right. That that um, yeah, hamstring's real. If anybody's ever tweaked the hamstring, man, you know it's real.
0: Well, uh, oh my god. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh fireworks, fireworks yeah. right now. Yeah. Might be that uh, just I hit my SGP right there. Let's uh go. uh, we got we got fireworks here. So holy shit. Um, yeah, so look, listen, Harden sitting with 32, shooting over 50% from the floor. Um you know, four four of ten from the behind the arc. Everybody's been bitching about wanting him to shoot. Here you go. Here's the, here it is. He, I mean, he's still ha- and he still has nine nine dimes to go with it. Yeah. yeah. Like like everybody, just calm down a little bit. Calm down a little bit. All right.
2: I mean, oh, God. Yeah. Like like people do need to take a chill pill and and not. I mean, you, you know, the Sixers are going. to. We said this the last time. I, I was talking uh to you and Kenny. You know, the Sixers have to be ready for every team's best shot. Every team's going to come at them. You know, you got the MVP, current potential MVP, and a former MVP and a bunch of solid players around them. Uh and you're one of the favorites in the East. Uh every team's coming at you to give you your best, to give them their best shot. Uh and I remember you, I remember when, when, I when talked you and it, I too. The Bucks yeah. definitely came out tonight looking to give them their best shot.
0: Hands down. And well, I remember when you and I were talking when they first made this trade for Harden, I said, you know, you and I were both talking about it, like literally at that moment, we were like, dude, they're going to get, they are going to have the X on their backs mm-hmm. because that's just the way it is, man. And, yeah. you know, that's, it was that kind of move. It was that kind of trade, you know? So, um. What's going on with this? What's going on with this goaltending? This is really hard to podcast while this game's happening. I I, I
2: don't know.
0: <laughs> so all I know, all we know is that Joel, Joel seems to have hit a dunk with less than two seconds. I don't know. This will all shake out, I guess eventually. So we shouldn't really spend too much time on it, but uh, yeah, you
2: know, <laughs> I'm reading the thing right now. Cause I can't see my screen. I can't see my TV. So, um, that's interesting.
1: Well,
2: yeah, the refs have screwed everything else up tonight, so I'm sure they'll screw this up too. So <laughs> whatever yeah. it is.
0: Yeah, the referees referees are seeming to be uh, quite the issue in every sport at these days, isn't it?
2: Yeah, I mean, dude, the, the NCAA <laughs> refing. Oh, it's been bad. Oh, uh, uh, what the fuck
0: happened? What? <laughs> what the fuck just happened? They overturned it. They must have challenged it. They must have challenged it as a goaltend. And and originally it was ruled a dunk because it was called a goaltend. And now they're now they're saying it's a goaltend. I thought you hit a three. It was a three foot dunk. Oh, three foot dunk. And that that nullifies the SGP. Brutal and an L (laughs) what a turn of events. (laughs) Holy shit. Okay. Well, wow. That's wild.
2: Maybe I should try to cash that. Uh, That's done. That just got taken off the board too. Wow. Wow. Thanks refs.
0: Wow. That's wild. Well, well, what a way, what a way to begin this lovely, lovely <laughs> Tuesday night for the podcast. <laughs> you know, like, see, here's the thing. I mean, they played a decent game there. I mean, one of the things that Gordy and I were talking about during the game today specifically was just, you know, turnovers and empty possessions and mostly empty possessions because of turnovers. Yeah. Um, you know, it's something that this team not ne- needs to watch out for. That's that, without a doubt down the stretch.
2: Yeah, one of the biggest things that they are doing is, you know, teams have lulls. Like, every team does. The, the Bucks do. The Sixers do. The problem with the Sixers' lulls are they are empty possessions that are oftentimes really bad. Like, there's bad empty possessions because you didn't get any points, right? You, you okay. miss a shot, whatever. But when you... Turn the ball over and they get to go in transition the opposite way, or you throw a rock hard brick off a backboard or off the bounce something short off the front of a rim and I can get it running away and take it down the court into transition. We know they struggle in transition D anyway. Yep. So, you know, the some of the empty possessions for the Sixers really hurt them because they're ending in turnovers. Uh not just like a good look and a missed shot. You know, you're ending in a lot worse of a situation than that. So I'm,
0: I'm trying to catch up on Twitter because we're obviously not watching the game and we're kind of like live casting it right the fuck now. Um, so there's a little bit of like behind the eight ball type situation, but apparently everyone on Twitter is completely like crucifying doc once again for his, uh, last second, uh, play, uh, draw, um, Uh
2: I mean, we don't know what was drawn up. I hate to say it like that, but we don't know if it was drawn You're right, up that way, and You're right. they just didn't execute it, or they, yeah. I mean, we don't know. No, hundred percent. That's, but that's been a problem for them too. They don't. They far too often come out of a timeout and turn the ball over. Not just get a bad shot. Again, they come out of a turn out, turn timeout, and turn the ball over. Right. And that's frustrating to watch, dude. It's so frustrating to watch.
0: Yeah, they take and they take questionable. Like they don't set things up sometimes. They like panic almost and they take like questionable like le- leaning shots and off-weight shots. It's just kind of a weird thing. I I hope that, you know, the Harden thing with him slowing down the game and kind of being more um deliberate about the way that he goes about things. I hope that that kind of helps change everybody in those last moments, but you right. know, it's going to be a process. They've only played together for, like, fucking 14 games or whatever it is. Yeah,
2: it's it's less than 20 games now. Right. So uh, they're not... Uh, hey, they're still growing pains, man. You know, if, if you happen. think any team out there wants to play them right now, nah. No team wants to see them in a seven-game series.
0: Well, and, and, and speaking of, you know, guess who's showing some chinks in the old armor? The Nets.
2: Oh, you mean the Nets are quite possibly overrated (laughs) as a nine. You know, like
0: one, one could say, you know, listen, I, 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 I'm not saying like, give us the nets, let's go bring them on. No, I'm not saying that. All, All I'm saying is that everybody again needs to stop fucking overreacting about every little thing. Like the nets have three good games and they're the greatest team of all time. You know, the the Harden has two yeah. bad games and he and we and we were idiots for trading a guy who does who never played. Like right. washed it's, washed. It's, it's ridiculous. Like calm calm down. Everybody just calm down. But the one thing that we were talking about that is real is the fact that this team specifically, and we talked about it, it's kind of like it's not that this year is a, a lame duck playoff, but like <laughs> I, I hate to say it, but going into this playoffs, that doesn't feel like we're actually have a chance to win the title. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. That's how I feel. How do you feel?
2: I, I I actually do think they have a chance. I I and I'll I tell shouldn't you exactly say that, I shouldn't
0: say I shouldn't say they don't have a chance. I, I said this last week. I think I think it's like a. I said 50 50, whatever that means. But, like, right. I think they have a chance to win. Right. But I just don't know if they can beat, like, the Suns or, uh, yeah. you know, no. someone Suns like that different. in a seven game.
2: Yeah. yeah. The, the Suns are, the Suns have separated themselves from everybody. Uh, and yeah, they, they really do have. it with extremely good guard play with Chris Paul and Booker, uh, who are ridiculous together. Um, and people will look at Harden and they'll say, "Well, you played with Chris Paul for a few years. Why couldn't you guys do that same thing?" People forget right. they really did have the West one, and then Harden, uh, Chris Paul got hurt.
0: Which I know. Uh,
2: I yeah. mean, you know, like Harden very well could already have a ring, and very likely might have if CP3 doesn't go down at that particular juncture. Um, they also played with each other at a different time in both of their careers where they were in very different places. Chris Paul, say what you want about him, he's kind of turned over a new leaf and I think resurrected, not that he wasn't already going to be a Hall of Famer, but I think resurrected his career in a lot of fans' eyes because, I mean, he was another guy that he he really great player. didn't win anything you know, ran coaches out, you could be really rough on teammates, you know, like there's, he's a, he's a tough guy to apparently like get along with, play with. I'm not saying as a person, I'm just saying like, you know, he's tough love type of leadership. Um, and, uh, you know, whatever he's done going from his last couple stops to Phoenix, he's really made an improvement, but that team is so deep. I mean, bro. They don't even. I mean, Dario's hurt this year. They don't right. even use him.
0: You know, but like, and, okay. So exactly what you're talking about right now, depth. Like, dude, the the Sixers bench is like is like the baby pool. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the way shit, that shit. That shit is thin, dude. That's a that's good, good way of putting thin. it. Shallow. You know, it's, it's shallow, shallow, dude. Because like, look at like. I mean, seriously, you <laughs> you got maybe two guys that can hold weight. You know what I mean, like. And and then after that, it's like scrapping. Really, I mean, I know they gave they gave Danny Green some like legit minutes tonight. I I'm looking at it now. They gave him they gave him 23 minutes tonight. Yeah, that's a lot. It I is. I mean, I know they're trying to get him going. Maybe, uh, I, maybe it's just maybe it was a matchup thing. I can't imagine it. That was. was a matchup Danny Green,
2: thing. Um, you know, like watching the game a little early on, they weren't they were sagging off of uh, Matisse pretty bad. And, uh, you know, putting Danny out there, he got out there and immediately hit a three. Like, within, a, within 30, 30, 40 seconds, first or second possession, I think, he, he knocked down one. They had to come out on him, you know. Um, I love Matisse, but if you don't have that one perimeter guy for him to go out and try to shut down, you know, teams can double off of him and sag into the lane and clog stuff up for Joel and... uh Harden as well, to be honest, right?
0: It doesn't yeah. work. Yeah, but the Matisse plan doesn't really work fully. Uh, you know, when when exactly what you just said. I mean, they, when when teams are deeper and they have more than just you know a big man who can who can do some stuff down low, but then you know one good shooter. You know, if they're deeper than that, like we're going to struggle, and that's yeah. just where that's just the way we're set up right now. Unfortunately,
2: I'm not I'm not 100 sure. I didn't I should have paid more attention to it. I'm not sure if they had Matisse tracking Drew or if they had him on middle trying to slow down Middleton. Um I personally think he should have been glued to Drew the whole game because Holiday makes their their engine go as far yep. as the Bucks go, you know what I mean? When he's when he's running point and he had a good game tonight too. The the Bucks are dangerous. Uh all three of those dudes, uh Holiday, Middleton and Giannis all showed out tonight. And Brooke Lopez, coming back from injury, did his thing too, stretch the floor. Um, seven game series, you're not going to get 17 or 18 points basically all from three from Brooke Lopez every night.
0: Right. Like, right.
2: You know, <laughs> that's not uh, going to happen. That's not going to happen. I mean, he <laughs> might do it a, a game or two, but he's not going to give you four out of seven nights like that.
0: Yeah, no. Um,
2: so, you know, I, I do think the Sixers are a legit contender. Um, in a seven game series, dude, I don't think Miami wants to look at the Sixers. I don't think, I mean, the Bucks have, the Bucks are an interesting matchup. I don't think the Bucks really fear anybody, but I don't think, I think they'd rather wait to see the Sixers till late. Um, you know, the Nets, listen, I'm going to be straight honest with you. I don't really want to see them in the first round. (laughs)
0: No, it's not that hell I don't know the Sixers can
2: beat them. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, listen. Th- they have two dudes that offensively are elite, elite with Durant and, and Kyrie. Like, offensively, those two guys are elite. The part that the Nets miss, and it's not whether or not Seth Curry plays and or is healthy. Like, that helps them. The right. part that hurts them is they play very little defense. Like, they are a team... You and I have talked before about the Charlotte Hornets and how they win games, right? Like yeah. They just outscore guys that or outscore other teams. They do not block you up on defense. If you show up stone cold, they'll bury you. They will blow you out because they will score points. Um, the Nets are very similar to that, actually. So it's kind of poetic that they're flip-flopping eight and nine spots right now uh, because... The Nets are basically the same thing. Kevin Durant and Kyrie will light you up.
0: Yeah, and 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 again, you know, tonight giving up. I mean, they're playing Detroit tonight. Who, you know, come on, right, right? They're they're in a struggle game against against Detroit, and uh, you know, I mean, they they have already given up 110 in that game against Detroit, and you know, it's still it's still there's still time left in that game. Yeah. Um the game's going to go well over the over under most le- i mean looks oh, like I, so i'm
2: sure i'm sure it's already over yeah and
0: the, was this kyrie's home was debut or did he play <laughs> last uh, week he
2: played one other game they lost <laughs> they so, got beat by they got beat by the hornets
0: okay so there you go and now and oh that was that game okay yeah i remember that game and now you know now you're looking at you know they're they're probably going to win this game they're probably not going to lose this game but more likely yeah you know they're double digit favorites and they're fucking around with Detroit barely winning it like in the fourth quarter you know so it just goes to show you exactly what you just said the teams that don't that don't play defense are going to struggle in a seven game series that's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know this the fact that the sixers do play more defense than a normal team they don't they don't have a great d right now but i think that that's because of their speed dude they're slow.
2: Yeah, the Sixers don't have enough uh, enough athleticism uh, to be a legitimately good defensive team. Uh, right. And the other thing, too, there, Joel, uh, you know, he does play both sides of, of the court. You know, he's offense and defense. He's excellent both ways. There's no doubt about it. He's a two-way player. But early in games, dude, he like if you want to attack Joel, attack him early in a game because he's not going to try to pick up a cheap one. He's going to yep. let a guy throw a, a floater up over him or get to the hoop for a putback or or layup. He'll let that go early in the game. You you look usually late in the second quarter and and later anytime in the fourth quarter he's going for blocks and he's trying to stop somebody from getting. He'll make his presence felt a little bit more.
0: Right. Um he's definitely but, being he's definitely mindful of the fouls early especially in the first quarter. Cuz he knows they need him on the court. Yep. He knows it. Yep. So I don't know, man, and while you're while you're talking about Joel, we saw some stuff. Um I think it came out yesterday or t- maybe it was even today, I don't know. They did that straw poll thing yeah. um with the uh with the ESPN. Yeah. And yeah. you know, back when they did it, I, when when was the when was the first date they did that? Was it early February, right?
2: Yeah, fe- February Thirteenth or something uh, okay. like that. Okay,
0: so so mid February he was like odds on favorite according to the voters at ESPN. Not even close. Like it's Joel MVP. Then since that time, his stat line is better. They their records were almost equal, not mm-hmm. quite. I think I think uh, Jokic won like two, one or two more games. Or, one more win. One more win. Okay, and call it the heads up win. Fine, whatever. whatever. And and. Suddenly, uh, Jokic is a clear, the clear-cut leader yeah. at at ESPN for MVP landslide, like landslide. Like you can't, you can't even back that up. That's impossible. That's stupid. That's what? Stupid. Because and, they have Harden now, so he's not an MVP. Right?
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, Joel's got more help. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I know he's got more help. You know what, a, dis- it's, what a joke? It's, it's so ridiculous, dude. So ridiculous. What a joke. It's just, it's just media. And now here's the thing. I don't know who you have vote for it. If you don't have the media vote for it, it's, it can't be fans. No, and it can't be players because players don't keep don't take anything seriously. Like you see that <laughs> with with I mean you see that with the pro ball. You see that with like you know even the all star game. Like you in, in the NBA you, they, nobody takes anything seriously. You know, like because this the NBA I think has a thing where like part of your uh, all star vote is like. A player vote too, and like you got dudes that are bouncing from G League, getting all star votes. Like, <laughs> like come on, man. Like, so if they're not going to take it seriously, who else do you who else do you have to do it?
0: Yeah, right? it's, it definitely has to be the media. I think that, and I think this one was like this thing that we're talking about specifically was just people that like work at ESPN. I think. Uh uh-uh. uh No, it was no no. These were okay, the I didn't that. Know that.
2: Be, these are people that will actually be voting. It was just ESPN that conducted it
0: wow yeah
2: so that that's one of the reasons why i was very much that's why i sent it to you i was like you gotta be kidding me with this
0: that's cringe that is just cringe dude it's
2: bad it's flat out it's flat out bad i mean you cannot and, and like for like i could see if it was like close but it's like three quarters right for jokish right now like but that's why? not listen
0: that's not what the odds say though no no, I think the latest odds I saw were pretty much coin flip, which is still crazy to me. But yeah, it's, whatever. It should. I mean, been. I'm not trying to be a fucking homer here, but like, listen, like, come on.
2: Yeah, for real. As of this moment, and I'm going to say this in a game, Joel outplayed Jokic. They lost that game, but they, he outplayed Jokic in that game. I'm not saying Jokic played badly, but Joel yeah. had a had a monster game against him and outplayed him.
1: Tonight, he had a great game.
2: Yeah, he, he did. Tonight, again, really good game. Giannis got the win. Giannis outplayed him. You know? Yeah. Like he did. He got 40 points, 14 rebounds, whatever. Else. I mean, you know, Giannis, and Giannis got the win. So you can't, you know, like I've said to you before with mixed martial arts, UFC fights, MMA math doesn't work, Right. Same yeah. thing with this. Like, Jokic beats Joel, but Joel outperforms Jokic. Yeah, this is like gets the win. Like,
0: you know, like this you, is like you know. almost literally anything else, right? Like, if like in college football, like if Akron somehow musters up the the fortitude to beat Ohio State, they're not gonna, they're not gonna. That doesn't mean that they're gonna win by a hundred when they play Central Michigan.
2: No, it does not. In fact, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's just it, not how it works. It and doesn't, it doesn't work mean like Central that. Michigan.
0: Can turn around and then hang with Ohio. State. That's right. Fucking Maxion yeah. is whack. The Mac <laughs> is whack, bro. Uh, I can't wait to talk about college football again, well, but I'm really jumping references, bro. Really, really jumping the gun on it's that. Zips talking here, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, dude. Like the Sixers are in good position, like you know, to put a little bow on this. And did, I don't know. Did you did you take any other notes that we missed? Because I know that we're kind of jumpy with this starting to with the. Uh, like with the game going on and shit, I kind of lost my track, but yeah. Um,
2: um, now the, 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 biggest thing I think that we, we went through playoff seating. We wanted to touch on.
0: Okay. And, and you wanted to also talk about the play in situation a little bit. Yeah. Um, just to kind of clarify, like, cause we put some shit out there and it wasn't a hundred percent accurate and right. we're not trying to be like that. So, um, so yeah, so right now, I guess, I don't know if this is updated or not, but I have them at, I have them still as a two, but I guess technically they have the same exact win percentage as Milwaukee. I think
2: so that, that yeah, tiebreaker. So, so that might flip probably jump them
0: after tonight's game. Would be my so really they could end up anywhere from one to four. Yeah. Like They're that's probably what we're looking at, right? One to so, four. In that scenario, in. yeah. In that scenario, it's looking also like Brooklyn is probably going to end up eh, seven, eight, nine. <laughs> <laughs> right, but like yeah. at best, like you yeah. know, they're sneaking in seven, eight. So, so it's looking like whoever Brooklyn plays is going to be the one or the two, most likely.
2: More likely, more likely. Right. So there, there you go. Do the, do the Sixers just want to end up with the three or the four
0: <laughs> and just kind of coast it out and see, you know, uh, like a, maybe, maybe,
2: maybe take care of the Cavs <laughs> in round one and move on to round two. And then
0: you definitely would rather not play the nets in, in round one, right? Uh,
2: yeah. Yeah. And, and really there's two reasons why the nets are, if they're going to be healthy, more than likely they're going to be as healthy as they're going to get uh, just because the the way playoff basketball games are, they're a grind and it's tougher. Right. So, you know, they're going to be about as healthy as they are in round one, um, first of all. Secondly, Kyrie and KD are going to come out absolutely locked in every game as much as they can. Now, granted, and, and I hate to say it like this because I'm not trying to talk badly about two of the best offensive players in the league, but they're not known for their defense. Neither one of them are. I'm not saying they can't lock down at times and play defense. Kyrie certainly has the athleticism to do it. Kevin Durant's an athletic nightmare to go against, uh, especially with his length. But, I mean, they can be scored on, too. It's just you can't stop them from scoring when they're locked in. So, you know, uh, if Seth Curry's ankle isn't right, dude, I mean, he's a key component to them, maybe even more so than Drummond. Right now, so you know.
0: yeah, so yeah. At the end of the day, I, I have no idea how this is going to end up sounding, but I will try to do my best. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> the end of the day, we don't want to play the Nets in the first round, so fuck that. Right. Um, the one other thing that we want to touch on quick is uh, the play-in situation. So, yes. uh, Gordy, you were saying that um, in the playoff, in the play-in situation, seven would play eight correct yep and then the winner of that game automatically makes the playoffs yep, correct? they're
2: in as the 7 seed
0: they're in as the 7 the loser of that game would they would then play the winner of the 9-10 game correct and then the winner of that game would be the 8 seed right yep so, so technically if you if you lose the 7-8 play-in game you still it's it's like double elimination for you because
2: yeah, exactly. They can, you can technically lose that game and still get in. Uh, right. Just going to be, a, you know, you got to go beat another team to do it.
0: Yeah, you, you got a little uphill battle there. But yeah, uh, so basically it sounds like the Nets are going to make the playoffs. Like there's no, no way they miss. I, I would think so. Um, um, so who, if you had to predict right now, if you had to guess who, who would be, well, I mean, shit. You honestly, you could almost say five. All the way up to five is questionable at this point. So like who do you think are who do you think are seven and eight? Seven if you had and to pick. eight.
2: Um I'm gonna say it ends up seven and eight ends up let me uh pull up the teams here real quick, just because
0: Maybe like a like Toronto-Brooklyn situation?
2: Well, so Toronto is interesting. I, there's a part of me that would love to see the Nets have to go to Toronto because Kyrie cannot go to Canada.
0: I know. It's uh, not looking good, though.
2: No, I don't think so. I think it probably ends up uh, Cavs probably stay seven. Um, Cavs and Brooklyn probably are where that's going to end up. Um, Charlotte and the Hawks have to play each other. And then I kind of like Charlotte there, to be honest. Okay. Uh, despite what Trey does in the playoffs, and we know that firsthand. Um, we this do, t- unfortunately. This Hawks team's not nearly playing as well as they did last year. There's something off there. Um, part of it might be that they're missing John Collins for a lot of it, but they're just not the same team that they were last year. They don't have the same mojo going in. Um, probably Cleveland and Brooklyn would be my guess. I think it probably finishes right how it is right this second. Um, although I do think Philly ends up the three seed above Boston. I think Boston's due to take a little step back.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see, to see what happens here in the last couple of weeks in the NBA season. Um, Seeding is going to start to really start to, to shake out. And I mean, what do we have left now? We're, They've played how many games? Seventy-four. Yeah, yeah.
2: they got eight games like left.
0: That. Okay, so you know, home stretch uh, to say the least, right? So, um, very much so. But you know, the I guess to wrap it up, the one thing I would say about the Sixers is that I'm just I'm nervous about the bench, and I'm nervous about, um, speed in the playoffs, and like almost like any other almost every other sport too like it's this is similar i mean baseball it's kind of hard to compare it this way but the speed of the game in in the playoffs is just it's a different level of speed you know and like i don't i don't know the level of competition just ramps for everybody and all of a sudden teams that don't play any defense you you see them start to really care on defense and shit like that so like i'm a little worried about that for for the sixers
2: yeah, and that's a valid concern. I mean, I, I don't think anybody that should is going to look at this team, see them having blown leads to more athletic teams, uh, you know, and and then say, "Ah, oh, no, I'm not concerned." No, I mean, right? It's a it's been a pattern, you know, all year. It's been a pattern the last couple of years, to be honest. Um, yeah. Through a couple different iterations of this team, so they actually have only seven games left. I just took a look. Um, okay. The good news is, oh, God, man, they. Detroit, Charlotte, Cleveland, Pacers, Raptors, Pacers, Detroit. Wow. I mean, realistically, after having just lost these two games, I would I'd like to see him win five of those. I don't see why they, they should.
0: Yeah, see I, so it depends. Go- I think it's yeah, right. So I think it's gonna depend on if they sit guys, how hard they play down the stretch, like that kind of thing. Like that's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm that's going to that's going to determine that that's my guess. Uh,
2: four of them are away, three are home. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Uh to me, uh, I'd like to see them get five wins there. They get five wins, they get to the 51.
0: So you're hoping for 5 and 2 down a stretch.
2: Yeah. I'd like to see 5 and 2. And really their bench can give uh, their bench can beat either Detroit or Indiana cuz they're not playing well, Detroit's playing their people. Um, Jeremy Grant's hurt, but they're playing the rest of their guys. Um Pacers are really banged up and they're not really playing a- anybody. So uh Toronto, Toronto's gonna come at them hard because that could be a playoff matchup. Um and you know, is very well coached and super athletic. Right. So that's a tough matchup there. Uh Hornets, the Sixers should want a little bit of payback there because the Hornets embarrassed them last time they played. That was one of those nights where the Sixers just couldn't hit anything and yep. the Hornets just couldn't miss. So I know.
0: remember it well. <laughs> yeah,
2: man. Yeah. We both got both lost yeah. some
0: dough on that one. Yeah, we got waxed there. Um, um so yeah, but, you know, I I think it's going to be interesting, man. We're going to it's we're going to be we're going to be we have a we have a the playoffs are very near i'll put it that way and i just can i can feel the you can feel it like the energy starting to ramp up so um looking forward to some playoff ball in philly buddy absolutely so speaking of playoff ball um the eagles made the playoffs last year oh, they, did. <laughs> they did last year they made the playoffs oh man so dude i i, I can't say it enough the nfl is absolutely fucking drunk. It's drunk. There's like no other there's like not even any other way to describe what's going on in the NFL.
2: Uh I mean, you know, one division has all the quarterbacks. One league has all the quarter, One, Yeah. You know, conference rather. Uh has yeah. all the quarterbacks and one division in particular has all, everybody. And I, yeah, it's nuts, dude. What's going on right now?
0: And now I heard today. I heard today that uh, Jimmy Garoppolo probably won't end up in in San Fran, and and because he had that surgery and his timeline's pushed back a little bit, so they're thinking about dealing him. And um, I saw something out. I saw another headline today that Taysom Hill is like basically officially going to not be a quarterback anymore, and yeah. he's gonna be he's gonna be a tight end. Tight end. I saw that too. <laughs> so like. Dude, the NFL is just like fuck it, uh, you know. I kind of, I kind of yeah. love it to be honest. I, I, I think it's entertaining. Yeah. yeah. As if, as if the NFL needed to be more entertaining. Right. Now we have this. You have Russ Wilson changing spots. You got Aaron Rodgers signing a ridiculous contract, having nobody to throw the ball to. Nobody. You, you, I, you, like the star, star wide receivers just fucking being dealt left and right. Boom, 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 boom. Mm-hmm. Fucking. Tyreek Hill is a dolphin. Like, what the fuck is happening? A dolphin. What is happening right now? <laughs> Seriously. Dude. So then I then you hear all this shit, right? And then I go over to the Eagles uh transaction list. And, <laughs> you know, they they have they, they they signed Greg Ward to a year, Ooh. which I, I'm fine with having Greg mm. Ward around. Totally cool. Yep. Um, you know, my point is they haven't really made any huge, huge splashes as of yet. No, and I don't really
2: think it was a great pickup. Um hundred percent aside from that, dude. I mean, uh, who's the, the other one too. the other guy.
0: Yeah. So there, there, they did have another pickup that was very uh, under the radar and, uh, and very underrated in my opinion. And it, it was Kaiser Kazeer white. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Right. He, that dude, by the way, from Plainfield. Um, is he, I don't realize. Yeah.
1: That.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, linebacker played for play linebacker last year for the chargers and he led, he led the team in tackles. He had 144, uh, combined tackles that's 90, 90 impressive. solo. And that's yeah. something that this team doesn't have. This team never had a linebacker that could just eat people up. Mm-mm. And no. I mean no. that he's, he's doing it. And it's, um, I kind of really love that they brought him in and they only signed him to a one year deal, but um, I'm sorry. Did I say linebacker? I did not mean to say linebacker. (laughs) I I said linebacker. He's a safety, but the, the tackles the like the tackle, the tackling on this team is imperative. Mm -hmm. And I mean, the, the safety position it was a weakness to say the least um you know he had two interceptions i don't know i was looking at his stats the other day so i don't know i'm i'm kind of i'm kind of liking it it's only a one year deal so they're kind of being like you know hey let's check it out let's see what's up he's not old you know he's only 26 so right. it's not like a huge risk i i, I don't know i kind of like Deer it white's a linebacker is he? That's what yeah. I thought.
2: Yeah, he's listed as a linebacker. He's His size, he's 6'2", He's built like a safety. That's what I thought he was a linebacker. Yeah, I, he, thought I, thought, I I was, I thought I, say, I was like, no, nah, I'm pretty sure nah, he played linebacker for them. I
0: thought I fucked up my notes. <laughs> no, no, no. no I, have lined, are, I have linebacker written down, but I thought I fucked You are correct.
2: Up. Um, no, he was a really good under-the-radar pickup. Um, One-year The other deal. guy like, they, can't they grabbed him. was the receiver. Um, yeah, Zach,
0: Zach Pascal. Zach Pascal, yeah. um, who again I, I also think is not a, not a terrible not a not terrible, a terrible signing for this for this team, and you know to do things that you know you need to do with Jalen Hurts and a young quarterback, not even not even Jalen Hurts specifically, just a young quarterback. You need guys who can get open and who can get on big quick, mm-hmm. and yeah. and he's one of them. He I mean, he's kind of yeah, he, he's not Tyreek Hill. No, but,
2: he he's not the uh, he's not the. I'll make a a baseball analogy here. He's not the, you know, ace of your staff. He's, he's your, I don't want to, he's your Joe Blanton. (laughs) He's your, he's your, he's your Jamie. Okay. That's no,
0: that's the, you you can go Joe Blanton, right? That's perfect because it's like you, you need him. Yeah. You need him and you need him to play well. You you might need him. He got to, he's got to show up every once in a while and he might, he might hit a home run here and there. Like, yeah. real, like yep. legit. Yep. yep. He just might swing away,
2: you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, he, I, I like it. I, I thought that was a nice little under the radar move, too. Um, but aside from that, dude, I mean, eh, eh, with the rest of the Eagles' moves or lack thereof, like, it's all going to be about the draft at this point.
0: So. Yeah. Yep. And um, I'm really curious now to see, I mean, everybody, I mean, everybody's curious about the same shit, right? Uh, are they going to draft all three picks? Are they going to draft? Are they going to draft a wide receiver? Are they going to trade for a wide receiver? Are they, you know, uh, are they going to trade back? Are they going to trade up? I, I don't know. They could do, they have a lot of options. It's really, it's really I, wild. Yeah. Really?
2: I, I don't, I think they take two of them in the first round. I think they used two picks first round. I think they trade one of them back uh, for a first round pick next year and maybe a, I don't know, a third or something in addition this year. You know what I mean? Something like that.
0: As um, long as it's unprotected.
2: Yeah, I agree. It's got to. If You're getting rid of one of your first round picks. You need to get one back. That's unprotected. Yeah. It's yeah, gotta be unprotected, you know, because they're not giving up crap picks They're giving up picks that are in the top 20. You
0: know, yeah, all three of their picks are in the top twenty.
2: This isn't. Oh, we're giving you the twenty seventh pick for. Right. You know, no, no, no. These are all top twenty picks. So these are all I'd guys love, that you expect to be starters.
0: I'd love to see them. I'd love to see them grab another fit, uh, speed or edge guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to see them grab a physical linebacker. Um, you know, they kind of have a physical linebacker now with this white signing. So little more depth won't hurt. It, it, I know, but it kind of makes me like kind of, I'm trying to read the tea leaves a little bit and sure, try to okay, figure yeah. out like what they're I, doing, what they're thinking. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's going to well, be that was my
2: exact thought. When I saw them uh, that they picked him up, I was like, well, I guess they're not drafting one.
0: Right. Even that's, though it was only like
2: a two year deal or one year one with an odd op- team option, whatever it is. Right. I was like, Oh, that means they're not drafting a guy. So uh,
0: Jason, Jason chimed in on, on, on the uh, YouTube. He said, uh, shout out to, shout out to Jay, by the way, he fucking hung through the, through the difficult, through the difficulties. He's texting <laughs> me. He's like, yo dude, you're leaving this dude hanging over here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So now he said he was a, uh, former college safety. So that makes sense as to why, there you go. that's why uh, my yeah. shit was, was right. Well, but he also, also felt like well, was wrong. clearly with all those, yeah, he, cle- he, he clearly plays downhill. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, the Eagles, there's not really el- much else to talk about um, other than the fact that they are bringing back that Kelly Green as an alt uni.
2: I did see that, too.
0: Which, which I, I think, think right, is... Because they're only going to wear it
2: when they have the matching helmets.
0: Yes, yes. I also heard a rumor that they are going to wear black uh, helmets with the black jerseys. It's all that, too. Which I think is going to be pretty hard looking. That's going to look
2: really good dude
0: yeah and um and the other thing that happened was there the uh the rule that they wanted to that they wanted to kind of change with the little with the uh the overtime uh the overtime rules was amended for the playoffs yes so in the playoffs each team will possess the ball regardless of drive outcome by the first team if whether it's a touchdown or it's a or if it's a field goal, it does not matter. The other team will possess the ball. And I honestly think that's the, that's the right decision in, in the playoffs. I don't think it's the right decision to, to put it in the regular season, and they didn't. So,
2: no, yeah. And I, I agree with that assessment, too. Like for the playoffs, I think that's exactly what you should have. There was a statistic about, um, you know, what team wins in, in. Did you see that at all? Like what Which, the team that wins the coin toss and how often they win? Didn't I didn't see, see
0: it, but I'm sure I'm sure that it's... So,
2: interestingly, it was in the regular season, for years, it was basically 50-50. Wow. It, it was right there. It it went a little bit up to about 54% for the team that get, got the first possession over the last several years. When you went into the playoffs, there's been 12 playoff games that have gone overtime over the last, I don't know, however many years. Dude, 10 of them, it was first possession finish. Touchdown! So, yeah, and, and and it makes sense because those are the better teams, the teams that execute better. So you give them that extra couple of minutes, that extra one possession, they're going to go score, right? Yeah. Um, so it, it was the right move to do this. I mean, geez, man, that that Bills Chiefs game was so good. Everybody that watched it wanted more. Just it one sucked. more shot. Give the Bills one sucked. more chance. It sucked for it to yeah, end the, the way that
0: it did. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So that that rules changed and now that won't happen again and if listen if you give up two touchdowns in overtime you deserve to lose dude 100% That's <laughs> a kid there's nothing else to be said about that no. um so so yeah it's, i mean there's not much else to talk about with the eagles we got the draft coming up in a couple weeks and you know we'll keep an eye on what on what's going on with them um so hopping around to the other sports i mean the flyers are the flyers are essentially fielding uh, uh an AHL squad right now which <laughs> Is that what we're going to call it I I don't know. I mean, their guys are out there. Listen, they have some young they have some good young talent. I they, they really do, do. They do. They
2: do. I love I
0: good. like Cam, I like Joel, Th- I like uh, Philly Joel they're calling him. I uh, I like I like Hayes, I like Konechny like I'm just like going down the list. Like I like I like some of their young guys like I really do, but um they got no chemistry. They got no leadership, right. um, especially. Even not even talking about from the player perspective, but also from the coaching perspective, right, organizationally. You know, yeah, you have a lame duck head coach right now. Like, is he a coach? Is he your head coach? Is he not?
2: Uh, mm, mm. No. I don't think they know.
0: And I, so, when I say
2: they, I mean Comcast. <laughs> you know, like like whoever is pulling the strings there. Like, I did listen. They said they were going to give Danny Brere some rope. To, to do his thing, yep. Please do, man. Because uh, when you look at that team, dude, they should be better than they are. Like we, in talent wise, yeah, they're not devoid the of all talent.
0: No, but. that the injuries really. And it sounds like a shitty. I hate no, even saying true. it ever, but it's hundred percent true. I mean, this team didn't have the Ryan. They 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 spent a lot, of ton of money on bringing Ryan Nelson here. To actually bolster the, the the blue line, and it it would have and and provide some veteran leadership, yada yada yada, like the mm-hmm. list goes on. And that you didn't even see that guy on the ice more than like two games this year. Yeah, and you know um, Hayes was out for extended period of time. You know you can't when you got when you put your eggs in those baskets and those and those eggs all break. Um, you know there's there's not much else you could do. So you, you're, you're sitting right now. You fired your coach. You have an interim head coach um, not extended as the head coach to my knowledge. So he's still a lame duck head coach. Well, and, you know, what do you get? What do you get out of that? I don't know. I don't know what I have no idea what it's like to play in the fucking NHL, but I, 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 don't, I can't imagine that it's like kosher to be showing up to work every day. And, you know, the guy who's your, who's your coach isn't really your coach, like, There's like, that's a weird, that's a weird vibe that they got going on right now. It's just, well, I
2: mean, you don't know know who you're, I mean, obviously you're playing to win the game, right? That's what it doesn't matter. Even at our levels, any amateur thing, Rex, we played, right? You play to win the game, but at least, you know, you got the coach on the bench telling you what to do. And in the end, it's that person's decision, whether you continue to play, whether you sit, whatever, I mean, with a lame duck coach, it could end up. The GM comes down and goes, no, I don't want that guy playing. I want this guy. Or somebody above the GM comes down and goes, nah, we need to see what we got with all these young kids. Absolutely. You know, like, you don't know what's going on. Or these guys, in any pro sport, these dudes are playing for their next contract all the time. So they're probably looking around going, geez, we're on this sinking ship. I got to get mine. Because all all anybody's going to look at in the end is stats to pay yep. me next time, you know? Yeah. Nobody's going to be like, oh, he was a great soldier for us. He really, he really gave it his all, you know, <laughs> let's pay that guy $30 million a year, you know? Like, yeah, not. Nah, n- they want goals, nah. and they want, you know, defense, uh, you know, statistics and, and shots blocked and all that kind of stuff. They want to see stats, dude. That's what it boils yeah. down to.
0: So, yeah. Bottom line. I mean, it's, there's not much else to be said. I mean, it's, it's hard to even watch the games, um, I kind of want to just fade them and bet bet against them every game. Um, the,
2: the, yes, except when they're <laughs> when they're plus three three point five. Talk. Yeah, like I can't yeah. do that.
0: dude. they now nah, they they oh, definitely they definitely you know uh, show up sometimes. Like they had that game against St. Louis the other day. They looked like a team. They they just dis- they uh, not dismantled St. Louis, but they. They just easily won that game. Mm-hmm. And like, you can't predict that that's like, <laughs> that's, they're like the most volatile possible gambling situation right yeah. now.
2: Yeah, they're, they're a hard avoid. They are the process Sixers yeah. randomly beating the best team in the NBA twice.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know? So, you know, that's, that is what it is. So we'll, we just got to coast them out They They have an unbelievably, a lot more games left. And it's just really sad because, my God, the Flyers have to play hockey for another thirty days. It's just horrendous.
2: Ah, uh, dude,
0: <laughs> I know, I know.
2: Is it? Do they really have that many games left? They got <laughs> yeah, they oh, do. My God, bro, <laughs> how is that? I guess because of the break with the with the Olympics,
0: right? That's why. I don't, I think I think, but like normally the season does go late, though. Like. I was thinking about this last week when I was talking about Kenny, like the season usually is like the playoffs are usually in May and June. So like, that's normal. Mm-hmm. So but, like the Olympic break did happen, but it doesn't, I don't really think it changed much. Yeah. I, I I don't know.
2: Maybe they just don't have two games in two days in between games. They just, every other game or every other, Yeah, game, maybe they're playing like a
0: that. lot more games, like closer together. I don't know who yeah. knows. I, some, there's probably an answer and I just don't fucking know it. Well, um it's tough to know but, it
2: when, when, that's the team we've got to pay attention to
0: the, yeah, the problem, the problem. Yeah. The good thing is thank God that the Sixers are good. And you know, the Eagles are, you know, have Golly. some hope right. and the, the, and the Phillies have made some, made some moves. And Hey dude, I saw yesterday. I saw yesterday. I saw the fucking first time mm-hmm. the dingers from both Golly. Schwarber and Castellanos going to see it a lot more too. And listen, I know they lost like 14 to two or something today to the Yankees, but um you know it doesn't matter it does, it really doesn't matter um it's just great to see these guys hitting and uh, the other day Bryce threw out somebody like hosed them from out of right field but like, yes,
2: he did and that was so nasty dude
0: yeah man baseball is back in philly
2: it is back and there is legitimate excitement about it finally and and I mean dude like think about this <laughs> What team in in Major League Baseball has an MVP Cy Young runner up, and you don't hear about
0: him? I know they don't you
2: in a know. major media market. Like, come on, man! Like, <laughs> you know, like people should have been talking about the Phils a lot more than they were last year and, and into this year. Uh, but with the moves they made, uh, and they did the right thing by getting those two guys and not. Um, uh, why am I losing the name? The dude that went to the Bryant.
0: Rockies. Yeah, Chris Bryant. Right,
2: right. I mean, if if by all accounts, he just didn't want to end up coming to Philly. He wanted to get paid extra to come to Philly because he wants to go get his stats and his money somewhere where some where nobody cares. So It almost felt
0: like to, to me, call.
2: like he, he needed to be the guy. Yeah. Yeah, he wants to go play somewhere where nobody cares. He wants to go play for the Pelicans. You know what I mean? No. Like that. There hey, you go. There's Colorado. Go, go make fun. your
0: money, bro. Go ahead.
2: And, you, uh, know? you know, that's, that's all good. That's great. That's not the guy that would have survived here anyway.
0: You know? Nope. Nope. And, and it does certainly seem like these dudes that we got, Schwarber and Castellanos are Philly dudes. Like they, they can totally hang with the Philly crowd.
2: I agree with that. And just the brief little comments I've seen of them and the little interviews I've seen with them, uh, yep you know they have the personality that the fans here want to see. they and i'm not saying they're always going to say the right thing. i'm sure there'll be some hiccups here and there but they have the personality that the fans want to see. you know
0: you know the the phillies the phillies did before we before we kind of move on to our last topic of the pod uh you know the phillies did make a move today or yesterday i, I can't remember that. if it was uh Halsley yeah. or hosley um he ha- Hay- yeah Hazley, whatever yeah, they um, traded for
2: Halsey, the singer. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to do the national anthem every game.
0: I'm, I'm good. I'm good with that. <laughs> that uh, man, I'm on board. <laughs> no, yeah, and I, I'm i on the fence. I'm really on the fence about this, and I don't – it's not that it matters much, but, like, here's the thing. You, you, just, you just traded away the guy that you drafted first round, eighth overall in the draft. Mm-hmm. And you traded him for a mid, uh, for a minor league pitcher, who uh, I think his ERA was like four or two or something. Is that
2: what they got back? I didn't see what they got back.
0: Yeah, they got a minor league. They got uh, they got a guy who hasn't really pitched into majors yet. Now, listen, I don't. I haven't seen this guy throw one baseball. Sure. Yeah. I, I, all I see is internet shit. Right. So maybe they see something and maybe they also see something in Hazley that they don't like. I, I, well, I don't know, but it seems like it seems like a really quick give up on a dude. Doesn't it?
2: Uh, it does. Um, I, I saw somebody, I don't know where the article was, but what ended up happening that I think was the final nail for him here. Uh, Jeez. I mean, See real quick here. The, the name of the guy's escaping me. I got the I got all the rosters up. Um, but Veerling.
0: Yeah, right? yeah, Matt Veerling.
2: So Veerling apparently basically outperformed him when Odubal went down. And they were like, all right, here's your opportunity. Show us what you got. Now, athletically, you know, that kid was the number one overall or you know, first round pick. He could be a five tool player, right? He's got the yep. speed, he's got an arm, he's athletic, he can track a ball in the outfield. To me, I've got something to say about the Phillies in particular, um, and and their team and what they're gonna have to look like moving forward. So we I'd like to touch on that at, at one point. But like to me, if he can't beat out Veerling for playing time, he probably does need to change the scenery. Um, now, is no, that because that's actually, they brought him up too soon, or is that because the coaching is piss poor? You know, because I don't, I, you know, how many times have we seen guys in the Phillies organization go elsewhere and just get with a decent coach and boom, you know, the light, the light goes back on. So, uh, you know, I don't know, but I mean, he probably needed a change of pay, uh, pace or change of scenery. I'm disappointed that's all they got back. I didn't see what they got back.
0: Yeah, they got a minor league, minor league pitcher, which again, I don't really know much about, but, um, I, I do like Matt Veerling. Matt Veerling, um, you know, is a decent, is a decent player and, and gave the Phillies some decent games, um, last year. I mean, I'm, I'm looking, I just pulled him up while we were talking about it, you know, in, he, he played 34 games, he had 77 played appearances and he batted three twenty four.
2: right? I mean, dude, I mean, if he you, does that for you, no. I mean, that's a. And, that's, that's, and, that's,
0: those are Hall of Fame numbers on yeah, the long. Well, but, I mean,
2: not even that. Like, yeah,
0: no, no, no. It, I know, but, but like, in spot he,
2: duty, bro, if yeah, you can give yeah. any semblance of that, along with now, I hate to say it, I don't know how great he is at tracking a ball in center field. You know, like,
0: yeah. So the defense is clearly one of their weaknesses, and um. But my my whole argument with this defense thing is that their defense is not much worse than it was last year. Could would probably you agree not. with that? Yeah, okay,
2: probably not.
0: So if their defense is not much worse, their bullpen can't be worse. I don't think it's possible. I don't I don't I can't I can't imagine. <laughs> I um, know. They've had a
2: couple you know, of really bad years out of the bullpen.
0: The the bat the the hitting should be head and shoulders above what it was last year. Yeah, it really should. So in my opinion, that, that, that equals improvement over the long haul. We'll uh, see. Yeah. We'll see. And I'm sure I'm going to have knockdown drag out arguments every fucking week with somebody on here about, about the fly, the Phillies, you know, cause you know, I'm the Phillies guy. Well, um, and, but and, like, and, so like, what's your, so what's your thoughts? Like, what are your, where are where you stand on the fills? Uh,
2: I'm going to sound like a real homer because I, I think they can absolutely get in the playoffs, and they are built to be the team that gets hot and rips through everybody because they can score. They are going to win so many games 12-8, to 10-8, that kind of way. Softball. Yeah. It's going to be softball scores. Like that's, uh, you know, they are built to be the team that if they get in, Yeah, dude, they can just get hot and go. Um, With any semblance of decent starting pitching, you know, you're going to get it from Wheeler, assuming he's healthy, right? Right. Nola worries me, and he got shelled a little bit again today.
0: He did, yeah.
2: You know, like, I'm starting to wonder if the aberration was him having those couple of good years, and he's a lot more like a three or a four. And I don't really want to say he's a four, but you know, like, do Listen, we have this a, whole time a ace and then a bunch this of whole, threes? This whole time, I thought he was a three. If he's a three, then he needs, and that's fine. I'm okay with it. If if he's an upper
0: level three, they need to treat him that way, though. That's the problem. So, yeah, like, you I, can't I try you know, they can't be. And again, this year, dude, guess who's starting opening day? Aaron Aranola. and like that. The problem with that, like it doesn't, it's not really a big deal, but like the problem with it is that it sends a message to the crowd, the fans that like, look, this is our guy like this, this, here he is, man, Aaron Nola. And then everybody takes that and they're like, oh, he's, he's got to be the greatest of all time. And then when he performs, you know, in the, his average way that he does, people are like, well, he's a piece of shit. No, he's not really a piece of shit. He's a, he's a number three, right? and, and he, that's what he is, though, right.
2: you know? So I don't know. I think they need him to be a two. I don't, I, he doesn't have to go out and be an ace. I think they need him to be a two. If you got Wheeler and Nola as one, two, and performing as a one and a two should, and I know Wheeler's going to. Again, as long as he's healthy, he's going to. I, I think you can get by with the rest of the guys they've got in three, four, uh, and five.
0: Uh, I really think different. I I think that the dark horse I think that the dark horse too on this team is Ranger Suarez and I Ranger's was calling gonna, for him I I think Ranger's gonna have a good year dude I I was calling for him to be a starter like last year before it ever happened and Kenny was tired of me saying it to him in the group chat but <laughs> I, like I I needed it I needed Ranger to be a starter and it finally happened and he was fucking lights out yeah and. Um. Now, obviously, is he going to be lights out? Is he going to have a fucking sub two ERA? No, he's, no not. he's not. But if he's a three, if he's a three seven, if he's a three seven ERA, you will win more than you lose with this team because of the way they should hit the ball. Exactly,
2: dude. All these guys got to do is keep. I, this this is going to sound really bad. The whole staff just has to keep their ERA probably under three seven.
0: If you're sub four, they could win. They could do damage. Absolutely. Absolutely. And something else that needs to be said before we move on is that the gambling aspect of, of baseball is, is, is changing and it's the first time this year. So there's no data on this other than American League shit. The NL does not have a DH or no, does now have a DH, a DH, which will 100% affect the amount of runs that are scored in the NL. Oh, yeah. So just keep an eye on that. You know, I'm just saying, mm-hmm. no, you that's a very
2: good point. And uh, it'd be fun to make a couple bucks on that.
0: To be yeah. Just a little you. bit of it, just a little bit of an observation. So keep your eye little open little. on those NL over unders. Um, so last topic of the day uh, before we put a bow on this technically challenged uh, podcast uh, <laughs> tonight uh, <laughs> is um, the master's. We got, we have Indeed. some meaningful, meaningful golf coming up here. Uh, in what, get, what Gordy, is it like a, a two weeks now? Two weeks, two weeks time, two uh, weeks. And, and not only, not only that, but you know, we were texting back and forth. I was on Twitter. I saw it and I was like, Gordy, Tiger Woods, Tiger, Twitter told me Tiger Woods is is flying to Augusta right now. And like, yeah. And the then has landed. Not, like- and then hey, 30 <laughs> minutes later, we get the we get the article. Tiger's in Augusta. It's hilarious, dude. Um, But yeah, Tiger's up there walking the course, seeing how he feels, uh, Mm -hmm. swinging a couple sticks, you know, never know. Um, I'm Mm -hmm. telling you right now, if he does decide to play, I'm definitely definitely taking him to make the cut.
2: If he decides to go, he feels good.
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs)
2: He's he's not going to do it unless he thinks he can, he might not do it unless he thinks he can win, let alone make the cut. Well, um, I'm not
0: going to go crazy. I mean, no, maybe, no, put, no, I'm maybe put five I, I bucks on. Him. Him. <laughs> maybe five bucks, top ten. <laughs> yeah, in his, in his mind, he's like, "I got a shot here." Um, yeah.
2: but that—that's Tiger. No, I would 100% bet him to make the cut, dude. 100% bet him to make yeah. the cut. If he's going to go, I would absolutely do that. It is April 7th. The Masters tees off. So yeah, that is uh, 16 days.
0: Yeah, no. it's less than less than that's yeah, a week that's, and a that's half next. away.
2: Not this Thursday It's next Thursday. That's so,
0: 10 days away Ten days away. Eight so days. Um, we figured we'd touch on the masters just a little bit, obviously not like give you a fucking hole by hole flyby or anything, but <laughs> kind of yeah. give you kind of give you some, some thoughts as to who we think could maybe make some moves um, at the masters. I don't know Gordy's picks and he does not know mine. Right. Um. This is kind of fun to do it this way. So I'm going to let, I'm going to let the guests go first and I'm gonna say I'm gonna let Gordy um, decide who he who he likes at the Masters this weekend. So or well next weekend. So Gordy, you give uh, I guess you want to give out like a couple real picks, like um, people that you actually think could win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then maybe some flyers. So go ahead and do your thing.
2: I'm gonna give you gonna give you a couple of guys that I actually think legitimately have a chance here. Um, and all of them would be a nice little return should you decide throw something on, and they actually hit. Uh, JT, Justin Thomas, uh, always dangerous. Um, Alan Murakawa, <laughs> the dude is lights out from 100 yards to 125 yards, and that man knows how to place his tee shot. He gets to his money zone, and damn, does he make money from that particular zone. So, he is a money man. Colin uh, Morikawa is a very real threat. He went from 44th his first year there to 18th his second year there. Funny enough, there's only one stroke difference in that. Uh, so that tells you how difficult wow. the course was playing one year to the next. Um, but still, uh he and his proximity to the hole with his approach shots is a real key. And Patrick Cantlay is my third legitimate actual pick. Um, those are the three guys that I will put something on before the tournament starts. Uh, and Dave knows this, I'll tell anybody about it. Um, after generally speaking, the cut on, on Friday, you go back and you take a look at somebody in the top 10 that's not actually leading, uh, and, and, kind of look through those guys and check a few stats and kind of take somebody from there too, uh, assuming it's not one of your pre pre, uh, you know, tournament picks.
0: Right, and and really one of the th- one of the big ones to look at is just birdies, man.
2: Yeah, yeah. Always look at who can who can light up the birdies uh, and who goes on the birdie streaks. Um, interestingly, according uh, for that, and if you want something that's that's not something that's going to be well known, um, Morikawa, I believe, is either second or first. I think he's first on tour in eagles right now, which he is not the longest hitter. He's second in eagles and like first on proximity to the hole for eagles or something like that. Like, yeah, ridiculous. Um, and he's one of the shorter hitters out there. Not that he's short by any means, but um, you know, so that just tells you how good he is with you know his, his approach shots uh, to the. So game. do you have? So do you have a flyer? I have a flyer, and then I've got a couple of. St- Stupidly deep cut.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so my go ahead. flyer
2: that I actually think is really trending in a good direction. And I, uh, there's a positive. I may actually throw something on him just because he's plus 5,000 to start. Same odds as Tiger Woods right now, by the way. Um, Sam Burns. Yep. Uh, you know, he is currently number two in the FedEx Cup. He has won twice uh, in this Wrap around golf year. Um, you know, the dude is always in the mix right now and is playing really, really well. I didn't know a whole lot about him going back just a few weeks, really. I wasn't paying attention to him. He's somebody to pay attention to. He's playing extremely well right now. Um, and my other one, the return is not going to be as high, but Scheffler is now world number one of the guy to keep an eye on. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't like him to win this week. Uh, He might miss the cut. And and I'm going to throw that out there because dudes that become... Oh, you might be able
0: to bet. Dude, you might be able to bet that.
2: Yeah, I mean, dude, if you can find that... You
0: might be able to find him, miss the cut.
2: I mean, you know, that would be an interesting bet. I might be able to find that. I've never looked for that, but I should because... Guys that become world number one don't generally do great shortly thereafter. You know? Like it, it they kinda it kinda hits them and then That's they interesting. panic a little bit, you know. Um and the deepest cut I've got uh is a dude that played really well last week in the match play event, and that is Kevin Kisner at yeah. plus fifteen thousand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying he wins, but is that worth five dollars? You're damn right. <laughs> so I mean, why not, right? Is he is it really that high? Oh my yeah, god. Plus fifteen thousand right now. And the dude, you know, I mean, he knocked out the world number one last week, right? Out of the match. Yeah, that's
0: play. that's that's ridiculous to be that high. I mean, I guess because he just did something good last week, so they're figuring like there's no. I mean, chance. I'm
2: assuming he's in the field because he's on the odds board. I mean, he might not. He might not be in the field. I don't know. Um, if he's in the field, Kiz is somebody to throw five bucks on, uh, just as a super ridiculous long shot.
0: So five bucks on that one, just so everybody knows, would return you seven hundred and fifty-five dollars. So mm-hmm. that's not a bad. It's not a bad come-up on five bucks. No. If that um, hits. Okay. <laughs> so I I got a couple here. Uh, I was going through the list, and um, ironically enough two of mine, two of mine were also on Gordy's list. So, um, uh, uh, JT, I, I definitely feel JT right now. Uh Um, you know, he's got some momentum. Um, not only that, but he, you know, I was digging through some stats and, um, you know, he's the number one, he, he's ranking number one currently, um, in approach, um, from that golden range that Gordy and I were talking about a little earlier. Actually, that might've been off the podcast. I don't know. Um, one fifty to one seventy five. He's ranking number one okay. in that range, uh, yeah. so um, that's that's one. Uh, he's currently sitting at plus fourteen hundred. Um, another one that Gordy also has that I like is uh, Kam Murakawa. Um, dude is just ice veins, and um, he's just a solid player. And I yeah, mean, yeah. I, anytime, anytime you have Murakawa in a major, um, the guy is just he shows up and mm-hmm. he shows up big. So uh i like I like maybe a putting something a little something on com um I have two more two more plays the next one is a little bit more of a stretch but not too much um dude shows up big every once in a while and if it's the masters man I'm telling you he could do some damage Hideki masuyama uh, to repeat to repeat mm. to repeat that'd be plus story dude at plus twenty five hundred yep so only, only a little longer than only a little longer than Murakawa at, at 2000. No, I like so that
2: pick dude. I like that.
0: Pick. M- Masayama Masayama to run it back. And uh, my flyer, I have one flyer so far. I'll probably take a couple more, but the, my one flyer right now is um, Mark Leishman. Ooh. And the, I, I, you know, I've been looking at him, man. And he, he's been, he's been pretty consistent. um
2: he always shows up in big mat in big tournaments, dude.
0: He's been consistent. And yeah. I mean, he's, he's throwing darts around, around the green, uh, especially on approach shots. Um, you know, I don't have his putting numbers memorized, but, uh, you know, I, I remember seeing that, you know, he was a pretty strong putter as well. Um, so yeah, he is, you know, that's, that's, that's what I'm looking at. And, um, those are my flyers for now. I, I don't know. I might, I might probably dabble a couple more, you know, it's fun to, to put a little, some chump change out there on the masters. You know what yeah, I mean? Like pizza money. Man. Um, yeah. Turn, turn something into a couple hundred bucks. You know, it's kind of, it's kind of crazy not to, right?
2: The best part of, of the golf betting is that basically anything you hit, if you hit something, it's a good return. Yeah. <laughs> Cause, Cause nobody knows who the hell is going to win. So the odds are stupid long.
0: So, yeah, yep, Exactly. So hey man, uh, it was awesome having you on the pod today. Appreciate, I appreciate it, appreciate it, man. It was a good time. Yeah, um, we even had the cameo from Kenny and Chrissy, the yeah, newlyweds, we to the happy newlyweds. We had um, we had technical difficulties. We had a Sixers uh, last minute loss. Man, we had this a wild night tonight. It was a lot. It was a lot. Wild night tonight. But that uh, loss
2: is going to be hard to get over.
0: I know. And now I've got to go watch the replay and I get know. mad I about mean, it all over. I watched again. it during
2: your tech technical difficulties.
0: <laughs> so it was, was the last play was the last play bad? Um
2: I could see in like real time where you thought it was a goaltend, when you slow it all the way down, it might have been a clean block. I, I can't So but
0: what about the play call? Was it bad?
2: I didn't see the actual last play call. Okay, you I saw didn't the block. Okay, I, just saw no, I, got the, you. I just saw the overturned uh thing. Whatever they called out of the timeout, I got about 15 text messages saying that was horseshit. <laughs> so whatever it was can can't have been good or was not well, executed properly.
0: Looking forward to reliving that misery tomorrow. <laughs> um so yeah, man, I appreciate you hanging with me. Um uh, anybody who checked it out on YouTube, sorry for the delay in the middle, but um, you know, we, we got it back going and um finished strong so Thanks for everybody. Thanks everybody for listening, checking us out. Please like, share, comment, um, fight me on Twitter. I really love arguing with people on Twitter. It's like one of my favorite (laughs) things to do. He
2: does. He definitely does.
0: Uh, so yeah, man, thanks for hanging out, Gordy. Thanks for filling in. I really appreciate it, dude. Thank you, brother. I hope to do it again sometime. All right, everybody. Peace out. Peace out. Later.